Привет, everybody, and welcome back to Be Fluent in Russian podcast. Today, we will have an unusual podcast. Today, I thought, hmm, how can we build up the vocabulary of our audience? What can we do to make, to learn some words today together? And I realized that, actually, we can just talk about individual words and maybe give example with each and talk about each, each word. So, what I have for you guys today is words that you either wouldn't come across as often, or it's words that are niche topics. So we have a lot of adjectives, which are not words that you commonly learn as a, as a learner, and we have verbs as well. At the end, we will finish off with some nouns, okay? So nouns that we're gonna mention are gonna be nouns of house and home, but uh, they are not the ones that you typically learn, like, you know, a door, dver, akno, a window. They're going to be more niche, and so it's going to be interesting and it's going to be useful for you guys. I can promise you that. And the format that we're going to go in is I have a list in front of me right now. I'll read one word and then make a sentence with it or talk about when it's when it's used. So let's get started. Word number one is biedny. Biedny means poor. Biedny. Now, biedny means poor when it comes to monetary things. When you don't have a lot of money, biedny, we can say biedny человек. Poor person. Also, we can say biedny uh, when it comes to maybe some misfortune happened to that, that person. I, we can say biedny malchuk. Poor, poor little boy. Maybe he got lost and he lost his parents and maybe uh, he got lost somewhere in, in the amusement park. And uh, we can look at him and say biedny malchuk. Poor little boy. Not that he doesn't have any money, but it's because some misfortune happened to him. Then we have bliski. Now, bliski can actually be a noun and an adjective. Bliski means a closed one. Uh, not close, sorry. Close one. The person that is close to you or a thing that is close to something else. It can be distance-wise. Uh, I can say, um, у меня есть bliski магазин. I have a closed store. Actually, it's not going to be used like that too much. I would say, actually, bliski... Bliski uh, Gorod. We can say a, a city that is close, a close city, a city that is nearby, Bliski. But it's mostly used for describing a person. I can say, uh, I have a lot of close people to me. Okay, Bliski. Bliski, uh, again, most likely going to be used for a person. And yeah, uh, it's describing your family, your very close friends, Bliski. Then we have bagati. Of course, bagati is rich. Bagati is rich again when it comes to monetary value, but also it can be bagati. I can say bagati na emotsi, rich for emotions or rich on emotions. So it's something that you are rich with. Of course, if no other context is given, it's going to mean that you are rich financially. Okay. Then we have bailnoi. Now, bailnoi. Uh, means sick or hurt. Again, this one can be used as an as an adjective, but also as a noun. I can say, у меня больная рука. I have a hurt arm. Okay, больная рука means hurt arm. But also, больной can be describing a person. Больной приехал вечером. A sick one or a sick person, or like I guess a patient, came in the evening. Больной. Okay, so bailnoi means hurt or a sick person, so it has two meanings. 
Then we have быстрый. Быстрый means fast or, or quick. It's an adjective. I can say, это быстрая машина. It's a fast car. Быстрая машина. Okay, so быстрый means fast. I guess we can say быстрый завтрак. Fast breakfast. I guess breakfast also is fast. <laughs> but uh, быстрый завтрак is fast breakfast. Then we have важный. Now важный means important. Важный. Важный, um, we can say важное событие. An important occurrence or an important thing that's happening. Событие is maybe like, yeah, I guess occurrence or event rather. Событие. So важное событие means important event. We can also say важный as a person. Важный человек. He's an important person. Things like that. Then we have вежливый. Now вежливый means polite. Вежливый. And вежливый uh, is used a whole lot to describe your manners. It's really not a lot of usages with this word. It just simply means that you're a polite person. Вежливый человек means a polite person. Then we have, of course, вкусный. Now, вкусный, you guys probably already know this one. Вкусный means tasty or delicious. Вкусный. I guess it can be used another meaning besides just simply food. Is that вкусный can be sometimes used as a slang to talk about something. Um, hmm. I guess I guess we can say вкусная победа, for example, a delicious victory. Of course, we're not eating a victory, but it's it's very pleasant. It brings in a lot of good emotions. I guess uh, as much of good emotions as eating good food, the food that's tasty, tasty. Uh, a victory can also bring the similar kind of feelings to you. So it can be used like that, but not too often. Then we have голодный. Голодный means hungry. Голодный. Голодный means hungry when it comes to not eating food, but also can be hungry for um, maybe you are very ambitious because you're hungry. I can say голодный for that as well. Then we have горячий. Горячий means hot. Горячий чай. Hot tea. Also, we can say горячий мужчина, hot person. Now, this doesn't mean that he is hot when it comes to his appearance. It's mostly about his temper. Горячий мужчина is a person's temper that he is very emotional and um, his temper is, is out there. Now, it doesn't mean that he is angry all the time or he is cursing. It just simply means that he gets emotional easily. Горячий. Same can be said about ladies, of course. Uh, so it can be described in person, a person as well, regardless of their gender. Then we have gromki. Now gromki means loud. Gromki, gromkaya musica, loud music. Gromki. And I guess an interesting thing about this one is that grom in Russian means thunder. Grom. And so gromki is loud. So I guess it's like thunderish. <laughs> if we were to dive deep into the stem of it and the meaning of the stem. But yeah, it means kind of like a thunder. Sorry, it means loud. Okay, loud. And uh, yeah, I guess you can have that analogy in your head that it's thunder, thunder-like. Then we have dishovi. Now, dishovi means cheap. Dishovi. And it's almost exclusively talking about items that are cheap. We don't describe people as being dishovi, you know, uh, cheap person. We don't say it in Russian. Of course, in English, we have the same word for cheap glasses, also a cheap person. 
we can say the same thing, but in Russian we can't. It's not going to mean the same thing. So yeah, дешевый is exclusively used for items. Okay. Then we have длинный. Длинный means long when it comes to length of something. Длинный. Again, physical attributes, but also when it comes to time. I can say длинная неделя. Long week. It feels like this week is very long because I have a lot to do and things like that. So длинная неделя means long week, but also I can say у меня в руках длинная палка. In my hands, I have a long stick. Длинная палка. Again, as you can see, physical attributes as, as well as the time stamps. Then we have дорогой. Дорогой means expensive. Дорогой магазин. Expensive store. But also дорогой is used to describe a person. Дорогой is used as a noun to refer to a loved one. Дорогой or дорогая to, of course, refer to a lady with дорогая. And uh, you can hear a lot of this дорогой and дорогая usage between a married couple, okay? And it's kind of like a common thing to say, um, uh, I guess, baby or or honey, дорогой and дорогая. Yeah, kind of like that. Then we have другой. Другой means another one or other. Другой. You can say, я другой. I'm different, okay? I'm uh, I'm not the same as everybody else. Я другой. As you can see, it can be translated as different. I am different. I am some other species, okay? But also другой means another thing. Let's say um, my wife asked me, hey, can you bring this towel to me? And then I bring a small towel. Then she says, принеси другое полотенце. Bring the other towel. So другое полотенце means another towel or the other towel. Другое. Then we have женатый. Женатый is married. Женатый. As well as женатая uh, is going to be married for a woman. Женатый, I guess, a married person. Not really a lot of other meanings to it. Женатый. Then we have здоровый. Здоровый means healthy. Здоровый. Я довольно здоровый. I'm, I'm pretty healthy. Здоровый. Um, also, здоровый as a slang can be used to mean huge. Здоровый. Он очень здоровый. He is very huge. <laughs> kind of like that. And that's really it, I think, there. Now, moving on to some verbs that you might already know. I'm sure you, I'm sure you will know a lot of these. But still, I think it's important to know them all. In case you miss one or two. And let's say on average, one person may not know the first two words. Then somebody else may not know the second two words. So it's important for us to cover them all. And talk about them all individually. In case you miss them when you were learning Russian on your own. So we have бежать. Бежать means, of course, to run. Бежать. And it has many meanings. I can also say бежать от проблем. To run from problems. But of course, бежать is used for to run as a typical exercise kind of action. Then we have брать. And брать means to take something. Я не брал деньги. I, I didn't take the money. I wasn't taking the money. Okay. Не брал. Брать. Then we have бриться. Я бреюсь каждый день. I shave every day. So бриться means to shave. Бриться. Then we have включить. Включить телевизор. To turn on a TV. 
включить means to turn on. To turn on when it comes to switch on, okay? Not to turn on uh, sexually or physically, it's just simply to turn on some appliance. Включить. Then we have воровать. Воровать means to steal. Плохо um, воровать. It's, it's bad to steal. It's bad to rob something or somebody. Then we have задавать. And задавать means to pose something. And typically we have a phrase задавать вопрос, which means to pose a question, to ask a question. Задавать. Then we have закрыть. Закрыть means to close. Закрыть дверь, to close the door. Закрыть. We also have another one, открыть. That's not on this list, but I'm going to just give it to you. Открыть means to open. So, закрыть, close. Открыть, open. Okay? Then we have заплатить. And заплатить means to pay. Я заплатил за ужин. I paid for the dinner. Заплатить. Заплатить. Then we have запомнить. And запомнить means to memorize and to remember something for a long time. Запомнить. Maybe it's like a rule that you're trying to learn. And you can say, я запомнил правила. I remembered the rule or I memorized the rule. Then we have засыпать. And засыпать means to fall asleep. Засыпать. Я засыпаю быстро. I quickly fall asleep. Засыпать. Then we have знать. This one is very common. Знать means to know something. Я знаю... Много людей. I know many people. I know a lot of people. Знать. Then we have класть. And класть means to put down or to... Yeah, to put something somewhere. Класть. Um, hmm, let me think about this. Я кладу телефон на стол. I'm putting a phone down on the table. Я кладу телефон на стол. I put the phone on the table. Кладу or infinitive класть. Then we have кончаться. Кончаться means to run out of. У меня кончились идеи. I've run out of ideas. Кончились идеи. The ideas have run out. Okay? Then we have ломать. Ломать means to break something. Я ломаю дверь. I'm breaking the, the, the door. Ломаю дверь. Ломать is to break. Then we have мыть. And мыть is to wash something. Мыть. Я мою посуду. I'm washing the dishes. And actually, посуда is one of the words that we're going to have today as well. So, мыть means to wash. Also, we can say, я мою машину. I'm washing a car. Then we have называть. Называть is to call someone something. Меня называют машина. They call me машина, uh, a machine. I'm not sure if you know this one, but uh, there's a comedian who have uh, who has gone to Russia. I think his name is Bert Kreischer, Kreischer and uh, he was called a machine here in Russia. And he has a whole bit about it in his stand-up comedy. So we can say, меня называют машина. They call me machine. Then we have similar, называться. Называться is to be called. And it's typically used to talk about what some store is called. Or what some item is called, I can say. Uh, uh, let me actually think about this. Film называется Titanic. The movie is called Titanic. Film, which is a movie or a film, называется is called 
Titanic, Titanic, okay? So, называется means to be called. Написать means to write. Я написал книгу. I wrote a book. Now, there's a difference between написать and just писать. Писать means to be writing something. It's more like a process. Uh, я пишу сообщение. I'm writing a process. Oh, sorry, I, I'm, I'm writing a, a, a message. <laughs> uh, got confused with words there. But написать is something finished. I finished. I wrote something and it's done. I can also say я написал сообщение. I wrote a message. But I wrote it and now it's complete and I sent it off. Okay? So I can say я написал книгу, which means I wrote a book. And it means I wrote the entirety of the book. I'm finished with the book. Okay? Написать means to write something and it's completion. Then we have начинаться. Начинаться means to get started. Фильм начинается через 15 минут. Фильм начинается, the movie is starting, через 15 минут in 15 minutes. Через 15 минут. Then we have объяснять. Объяснять means to explain something. Я объясняю материал. I am explaining the material. Объяснять. Now, the pronunciation is a bit weird. We have а, I guess we can say объяснять. 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 Like that. Then we have одеваться. Одеваться means to get dressed. Одеваться. Я одеваюсь на работу. I'm getting dressed for work. Одеваться. Then we have similar sounding ошибаться. Ошибаться means to be wrong with something. Um, I can say я долго ошибался. I was wrong for a long time. Ошибаться. Then we have падать. And падать means to fall. Снег падает с неба. Снег падает с неба means fall. Uh, sorry, the snow is falling from the sky. Падает means is falling. And infinitive падать. I guess this one is a bit easier when it comes to pronunciation. Падать. Pretty easy. Then we have перевести. And перевести means to transfer something. I can, see, I can say перевести деньги, to transfer money. But also перевести means to translate. Uh, maybe it's like a text. Перевести текст. Перевести текст means to translate a text. And now, moving on to nouns. This, uh, this, this is going to be vocabulary of a house and things that you can see in a house or have in a house. First, we have гость. And гость, very similar sounding to guest, okay? And it is guest. Гость. Гость means a guest. Гость пришел. The guest came. Then we have одежда, which means clothes. Одежда. Одежда в шкафу. Одежда в шкафу means there's clothes in, in the wardrobe or in the closet. В шкафу. Одежда в шкафу. And actually, we have a word on this list. Шкаф. Шкаф means a closet or wardrobe. Шкаф. Then we have, actually, sorry, a closet and wardrobe, it's the actual physical thing. It's the physical box that we have. Then we have кошка. Кошка means a cat, of course. Кошка. Pretty easy, right? Uh, I guess you probably have already learned this one on Duolingo or other places. Кошка. Cat. Then we have одеяло. Одеяло. Одеяло means a cover. It's a cover that you use when you go to sleep. Okay, that cover that you put over yourself. Adiyala. Other covers, like maybe 
couch cover or a cover that you put on top of the bed cover bed cover that you take off when you go to sleep that's not adiella that's you know something else but adiella is what you cover up with whenever you go to sleep then we have lampa and the lampa is exactly what it sounds like a lamp lampa then we have padushka and padushka means a pillow padushka 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 actually a very funny thing is that in russian ushka means an ear a very like i guess like a small ear as a way to call an ear so pod means under so padushka means under an ear which is exactly what it is you lay on the pillow with your ears right so padushka means a pillow then we have pasuda pasuda means dishes or plates pasuda it's it's you know the things that you eat out of is the plates then we have plita plita means a stove plita now it's it's a stove it's a stove top plita it's the things that you put you know a kettle on or you know when you fry something with a skillet you put on top of the plita it's not the stove that you put stuff in that's going to be different we have mebel next mebel means furniture any kind of furniture tables couches doors things like that it's all mebel then we have Palatienza. Palatienza means a towel. Palatienza, we have already mentioned this before. Palatienza means a towel. Then we have Chainik. Chainik means a kettle. Chainik. In fact, Chai, the first three letters of it, is tea. So it's like a teapot. Chainik. Of course, we can just boil the water in the kettle. So Chainik is used for all of that. Then we have Haladilnik. Haladilnik means a fridge. Холодильник. The reason why it's called холодильник is because холод, the first stem of it, is frost or coldness. So it's like a cold, colder, colderness. <laughs> okay, холодильник. Then we have ванна. Ванна means a bath, the one that you lay in. Ванна. Now we, then we also have a word ванная with the я at the end. So ванна means a bath. Ванная with the ya at the end means bathroom, okay? So just one letter difference between a bath and bathroom, two different things. Then we have obuf. Obuf means shoes, okay? Obuf. It's all kinds of shoes, not just like a pair of shoes. It's all, it's the general term for shoes, obuf. Then we have vyest. And vyest means kind of an exit. Vyest can be... When you leave a place, that whole move, I guess, activity is called vyest as well. But also when you are ex exiting a certain house area, that's also vyest. You know, when you are kind of, I guess, an, an exit of the house to vyest. Then we have pult. And pult means a remote. Pult. I guess a very funny sounding word. Pult, pult, pult. We have rakavina next. Rakavina means sink. Rakavina. 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 Then we have vyest. Similar to vyest. Vyest was exit. Now vyest means entrance. Vyest. Maybe it's like when you go to a store, there is an entrance and the, and the exit. So vyest is going to be the entrance. Then we have vyklučatel. Vyklučatel means a switch. 
выключатель. Actually, выключать, as we have learned today, is to turn off. Okay? Выключать. And so, выключатель is the turn offer. It's the one that turns off. Okay? But it's just a switch as a translation. We have душ, which is a shower. Probably you already know this. Душ. We have дома. Дома is not even a noun, actually. Дома means to be at home. Or home. You can say, я дома. I'm home. You can say, я забыл телефон дома. I forgot the phone at home. Okay? Then we have часы. Часы for a clock or a watch. Часы. Actually, funny thing. Час means an hour. And so, часы is like hours as well. But hours and watch. So, часы can be translated as two hours and to watch as well. Часы. Then we have полка. And полка means a shelf. A shelf in, in a closet or, you know, somewhere else. Polka means a shelf. Then we have зубная паста, toothpaste. And зубная щетка for toothbrush. And that's all that I have for you guys today. A lot of words. I'm sure that there's been at least one word that was new to you. Even if you're advanced or intermediate kind of a student, then you will still find a few words here and there that are useful. Now, if you want to memorize these, I recommend you maybe re-listen to the whole thing again and just repeat and maybe make a sentence with each of them and add them to your vocabulary. And check out our BeFluent Camp with the link in the description to this podcast and learn with us, learn Russian with us. It's, it's our eight-week intensive course. And uh, we have a curriculum for all levels, beginners, intermediate, and advanced students. And the overall response that we get is that the camp is great. People learn a lot of stuff. People have fun learning. And it's a more of a different approach to learning Russian. It's not as much of grammar drilling. It's about the conversation and the speaking and using your Russian in your daily life. So check us out with the link in the description. And I'll see you all at our next podcast. And uh, yep, see you soon. Пока-пока.